Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast series with Michelle Ann, where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories. Grab a cuppa and join me in a heart-filling journey of self-discovery, where my guests will share how they overcame adversity, embraced their spirituality, and allowed their true light to shine. Looking for inspiration, guidance, and tips to find your true passion and purpose? You are definitely in the right spot. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first interview of the Soul Stories podcast series. I'm your host, Michelle Ann, and today we have our first guest. I'm so excited to introduce you to Alicia Dumay-Tammerman, the founder of the Global Soul Center. I just can't wait to speak to you, Alicia, because you are so much like me. Your story is so similar to my journey, and I know that all the listeners are going to love love your story. It's amazing. It's out of this world. It's so interesting. So I can't wait to get into it and hear everything about how you went from where you were to where you are now. Super exciting. So now I've said you're the founder of the Global Soul Center. So I will leave it up to you to let everybody know uh, basically what you do now, and then we'll dig a bit deeper into how you got there. So far away. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and so honored that you have invited me onto your podcast. I'm super excited for you to be sharing yourself more out into the world and all of the beautiful things that you do as well. Thanks so much, Michelle. No worries. Yes, I am the founder of the Global Soul Center, which is a big vision of mine to create physical spaces, which are going to be energy spaces, high frequency energy spaces around the globe to help people to really connect back with their soul through various different classes and modalities and different practitioners and to really feed and connect and, and nourish and nurture our, soul, nurture our soul. So yeah, I'm really excited. It's amazing. Uh, for that, that in that's kind of one of my one of my endeavors into the world. You're doing it right now. It's just amazing. I love watching all your stuff. So Alicia and I met at a business course, oh, it was probably over a year ago now. Um, and as soon yes. as I met you, I just connected instantly with you. And I didn't even mm. really know what you did. Um, but I just felt that, you know, that connection when you meet someone soul to soul and you just feel it. I, as soon as I met you, I felt oh, that. I, I felt we, we both did. And it was just such a mutual thing. It was just like, whew. yeah, yeah, we just connected, magnetized. So what sort of modalities um, are you using in the in with your soul center work? So for me, currently, I'm doing energy healing sessions myself, although mm-hmm. it's I don't run them. So one of my guides runs the Oh, session. I can't wait to hear about this. Oh, me. This is the most favorite which, bit. Yeah, which is, which is kind of pretty, pretty cool. And I mean, we've got an online community at the moment where lots of women are running free classes for body, mind and spirit for women. So we're doing it that, that way currently, but ideally it's going to be a physical space. And then I also do a class called the soul class, which is also run by my guides who basically do an energy movement session through me, breath work and sound healing and a guided visualization to really help people to increase their energy frequency. Cause that's my main mission is yeah, to, to increase the to- frequency. Correct. Their energy oh. frequency, everyone's energy frequency individually and ultimately 
collectively across our across our planet (laughs) that's exactly what I'm here for too and I think that's why we connected so well Uh, it was just yeah it's amazing to think that we have the power to increase someone's frequency and vibration just by being who we are like that just blows my mind well and it's and it's really them doing it because it's that remembering within them yes of the frequency and the truth of who they Really that's are. right. And when you yeah. start embracing that yourself, and that's what you said, they remember mm. their power because they yes. see you embracing yours. Exactly. And it's just mind blowing when you watch these people just come out of their shell and think, wow. And like, and you and I have been through that journey ourselves and we're still in it. As you know, yeah. it's, it's never ending. It's a constant <laughs> peeling of layers. It, we're never sitting on the top of a mountain being an absolute spiritual um, wonder. I wish yeah. I was some days because it's like a roller coaster, isn't it? It's up and down. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Cause we're still in earth school, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no exactly. matter. Yeah. No matter how much our knowing is in terms of the truth and our actual spiritual dimension and us being really magnificent spiritual beings even though we might kind of know that on one level at the end of the day we are you and I mopping up wheat beaks right off the floor and picking up toys and dealing with tantrums and kids Mm -hmm. and life and juggling businesses and all that stuff that just brings you straight back to pretty living a very very human existence some (laughs) days yeah it's amazing how you can go from being in that absolute physical human existence where as you said all hell's breaking loose with kids and and craziness yes like I don't know about you I've seen you drop in really quickly but I can go from that chaos to dropping in to my spirituality and the more you practice the quicker this becomes but you can drop in pretty quick do you find that with yourself absolutely yeah absolutely and that hasn't always been the case like my gosh <laughs> there's been <laughs> there's been definitely like ups and downs on the roller coaster of this uh, seeking journey for sure yeah yeah so you said on um for your course your courses and things that you're offering in your workshops that you're channeling yes. Um, yes. and I'm so interested to hear your story I mean I've heard it once or twice and every time I hear it it still blows my mind. I, I think mine's a bit crazy, but yours is like amazing. <laughs> and the thing that I love about you is that you're very similar to me. Like we both were in very corporate masculine yes. jobs and we've, yes. we've somehow dropped into this spiritual world that mm. we probably weren't even, it didn't even know exist. Well, we knew we existed mm. years mm. ago, but we weren't in it. So yes. I'd love to hear how you went from being and what, you know, what you used to be to what you are now. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It is like a pretty out there story, but it is fast. It is quite a fascinating. Story. I'm very <laughs> out there, so I know my listeners will be up for this yeah, because yeah. they love the woo-woo. The crazier the story, the better. They literally hang for my woo-woo story. So okay, that's good. why I'm excited well, to. Ha- I'm excited to have you on first because I just know that your story will, if it's not resonating with people, it will. Um, like literally blow their mind so yeah go let us okay jump on the jump on the track don't hold anything back this is uh welcome soul soul stuff so we're gonna just no hold no holds barred yeah oh good yeah welcome jump on the train of the woo-woo if you're not already on there we could do it instead of choo-choo yeah we'll take you there we'll take you there so i'll take you back a little bit into kind of pre the channeling so Mm -hmm. Basically from like pretty much 2001 through to about 2011, 
I was basically a workaholic <laughs> and I was working in a big, like one of the top four law firms in Melbourne and kind of trapped in the ivory tower, the Rialto Towers, literally just working my guts out and trying to be the best lawyer that I kind of could be. Mm -hmm. And I was actually fully exhausted by about 2011 after like 10 years of that and I'd had two babies along the way. Uh, I was really struggling and worn down and your listeners out there I know can relate to, <laughs> yes. to that where you're trying to be everything to everyone and you've just got nothing left for yourself and feeling really depleted and drained and that was me and I was just I loved my work but once I'd had kids I just couldn't work out how to make it all work and I tried every variation of part-time you can imagine and it was just stretching me so thin so I had this kind of wake up call meltdown moment. One time I was trying to take my kid to a medical appointment mm -hmm. and he was mucking around and my daughter was mucking around and it just was not working the way I wanted it to work, right? And I just got back in the car and I just had a complete meltdown of crying. And my, my mum came and like helped took the kids and made them pancakes. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore because I was at the medical appointment thinking, I don't have time for this. How crazy. It's my son who needed attention yet I was thinking I don't have time for this I've got to be back at my desk I've got to get all this stuff done I was at that time managing a team of investigators I'd moved across to the Department of Justice it's a massive job and it was just all too much <laughs> so I just kind of imploded and it was around that time that I was like I can't keep going like this otherwise I'm going to end up in the asylum like mm -hmm. and so I started to get back in touch with my spirituality which I'd always been interested in I'd studied Reiki and done my Qigong and along the way and read heaps of stuff but I wasn't practicing it I wasn't doing my meditation and I was like right I've got to get back in touch and I started to journal again and I started to get disciplined with my meditation and slowly over time I started to reconnect myself back in and plug myself back in with my wow. soul and that culminated in a really full-on experience there was a little bit of stuff that happened before the full-on experience that I called a washing line experience um the washing line experience <laughs> I love was, that it happened under the washing line know, that's my favorite part of the whole story <laughs> seriously it's so cool so this was March 2012 Prior to that, I'd had some interesting experiences doing a shaking meditation class where my body had started moving around by itself, oh, yeah. which was kind of weird. Uh, and then, so March 2012, I've got a hills hoist in our, in our backyard and I'm out hanging out the washing. I probably have no shoes on, like barefoot in the grass. And I have this experience, Michelle, which you've heard, where suddenly a voice started to talk to me, which, okay, you, you hear of that, right? You hear people say, oh, and I heard a voice kind of in my mind talking to me. But that's not what happened here. What happened was a voice started to talk to me but was using my vocal cords. Wow. So I'm standing there hanging out washing and suddenly I have this voice take over my voice and start saying, I am, I am, I am. And it like, and probably about... 30 times I don't even know how many times but it was just like I and I'm like watching my voice listening to my voice suddenly saying I am and I'm like what is going on here and then finally after however many times I hear this word goenga and it's like my voice was different it was like a more of a masculine tone 
coming out of my own voice. Yes. Like I am going, I am your father's spirit guide. And I'm here to remind you what you are here to do on earth. (laughs) And I'm just like, holy shit. Had you been drinking any vodka before this? (laughs) Sorry. I know, seriously. It must have been such a spin This is the crazy thing. Like it was such a spin It's like the morning and yeah, hanging out washing. And that was, I was like equally calm because I just felt this amazing calmness come over me. And the other part of me, like the logical lawyer kind of part of me was saying, what is this? (laughs) Is this real? Like, am I, have I suddenly gone spontaneously crazy? Like what's going on? So basically Goenga shared with me around my work, around helping people with energy and to remember who they really are that we are wow. magnificent divine spirits that never die and all of this kind of stuff. So I don't, I can't even tell you how long that went for, but it was pretty profound. And after that time, so it's like he came in, he shared words and then he left. Uh, and after that time, over the coming kind of six weeks, I had experiences like that again and again and again. Some with Goenga and others with other guys. So had different ones come through at different yes. times. Wow. Yes. And they would only ever come through when I was by myself, yep. um, which wasn't that common when you've got kids and stuff. So that's why I guess it's something like that, right, where I'm hanging out the washing and I'm by myself. Mm. Uh, and that's where it, it kind of happened. Um, and it's interesting because there's a woman called Karina Machado who's written a book uh, called Spirit Sisters about ordinary women who've had extraordinary spiritual and supernatural experiences. Mm-hmm. And when I read her book, I noticed that there were, I think, one, either two or three other women who shared a story about them having an experience when they were hanging out the washing. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And she hadn't even realised it. Because I'm attuned to that, because of my yes. experience, I highlighted it and I contacted her and I said, do you know? And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't realise. So we don't know, ladies, there's a vortex, a power vortex. Under your heels hoist. Your heels hoist. <laughs> it's probably because you just, your brain's tuned out. you just like doing that mundane yeah. task of yes. hanging washing out. Hanging out. And I kind of love that it was that. Like it wasn't that I was trying to get enlightened under a tree and, yeah. you know, I wasn't on my Vipassana meditation course. It was like I was just a mum hanging out the washing, just like a very normal Did it scare experience. you at all? It did. It yeah. 100% did. Like I thought, oh, my God, I'm being taken over by an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was unsure. But then I had this calmness. And then my log- uh, kind of after the experience, my logical brain was thinking, okay, well, I've either gone spontaneously crazy mm. when I've got no history, I don't even drink, I don't take drugs, I've never had any mental issues, mm. <laughs> or it's actually real, which I knew was the only logical reason, re- the only logical explanation. So then I had lots of different energies coming through or spirit guides, ascended masters, coming through and communicating with me by name, introducing themselves and with such different mannerisms, Michelle. It's mm. like Goenga, when Goenga comes into my body, has one way of speaking and moving my body uh, and then other ones 
completely different. So the scientists, like the lawyer in me, I went and bought a video camera. This is back in 2012. It's not like you could just like video on your phone. Um, and I started videoing the different channeling. Like if they started to come through and fly in, I would just grab, try and grab my camera and be setting it up because I needed the proof myself. Yeah, you do, don't you? It yeah. feels like that. You're like, did that actually happen? Yeah, yes. is that real? I've been channeling a lot lately too. And when you come out of it, I just like, is, is this like, did that really happen? Or did yeah. I imagine it? Like, yes. And do you get, do you get physical sensations as well? Yes. Uh, yes. So, and, and my body gets moved around yep. and it's, yeah, absolutely. So I was like that, the proof. And so I videoed them back from 2012 when it first started happening uh, just to watch them back and and see. And it was just so interesting to, to see the different ways that my face was being used and my hands were being used. And I didn't even know, Michelle, that channeling existed. Mm. I didn't know what a channeler was. I had no experience of a channeler and I only had seen Whoopi Goldberg in Ghost the movie. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that. Yeah, that's the only thing I, that's like the only narrative I had for that was, was Whoopi wow. Goldberg. Um, so I'd never seen it. And it wasn't actually until years later that I realised that I was a channeler that concept of a channeler I thought maybe I'm a spirit medium kind of thing um, but I didn't really ever know what that there was something called a channeler which was a bit different mm. um, so then for like six years I told about six people wow so you really kept that hidden totally and what I was, was the in main the reason I was totally in the closet yeah the main reason was I am the main breadwinner mm. and I was and am still running my legal business mm -hmm. and I was really concerned that if clients found this out about me because the clients are big corporations wow yeah that they would not engage me to do my legal work because they would think I'm just a fruit loop mm. uh, basically so that was one of my big fears and also what anyone else would think about me my friends my family that they would think I'm a complete nutter uh, and yeah, there was a whole lot of fears around, around that, that took me quite a while <laughs> to work through until when I came out of the closet in April, 2018 and started to share very openly, uh, my experiences and, and, and what story. was the turning point? Like what, um, changed between telling six people in six years to suddenly saying, okay, I'm going to get this out there. Like what? Changed? I just, I just felt like I was really uh, getting pushed, not yeah. well, not pushed because they're not, the guides don't push us, but I just felt pulled. I would say it was just getting more and more like it's time, it's time, it's time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I had created this incredible life. I was working with my energy. I was able to access heaps of energy. I'd gone on to have two more kids and was running businesses and was really pumping with energy. And it's like, Alicia, get, you've got to start sharing this. Get over yourself because you know you can help people. Like what, how you've transformed your own life from complete workaholic um, to now just totally living life on your own terms. Uh, and not caring what other people think anymore, which is the biggest liberating thing. Oh, so how freeing is that? Oh, oh 
so good because I was like full perfectionist, full people pleaser, so concerned about what everyone else is going to think. And it's like, it's like you just opened out of this cage and the shackles of all that to just go, I'm just like living my life and I'm not hurting anyone. And if people don't agree and think I'm a fruit loop, that's fine. That's that's not of my concern. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And you're doing the right thing by sharing. So what did your sharing involve when you first started getting it out there? How were you like, so what year was that? That was so this was April 2018. So social media's out a bit more at that stage. So yes, and I am kind of an all or nothing person. <laughs> and <laughs> so like when I'm yeah, so when I decided it's time. I did it in a pretty full-on way and I actually just grabbed my video cam, my phone then and just literally, I didn't even think about it too much. I was in Las Vegas and I'd just seen a motivational speaker, Mel Robbins, and she was like pumping me up, not me, but everyone. And this brain hack where you say five, four, three, two, one, go, and you kind of override Love your fears. Book. Yeah, so good. Five second rule. And so I just grabbed my camera. I was like five, four, three, two, one. And I pressed go and I just recorded like a little version of what I've told you it was like, hey, friends and family, you guys don't know this about me, but wow. this is what happened. I was hanging out of the washing and this energy spirit came through me. And so I'm now going to be kind of sharing a bit more information about that kind of thing. And if you're interested, let me know. And then I started a Facebook group from then, which I started trying to hold myself to account really to start to do more channelings, which that was really scary for me at the time, like to actually show people me being not me mm. um, was pretty, uh, it took a, yeah, it took a lot of guts from me. Um, at That's that huge. So huge. Do that. Like, that's off to you. Like, yeah. And it was really hard. And at, to- at the time I just thought, do I need to, can I just not vanilla it up? I was like, can't, cause I could have, right. I could have, um, and it, you know, it, I could have just done channelings and written, written them it. out and read them or cause people are channeling all over the place, like songs and um, plays and all kind of artistic yes. things. So it's like, I could have just done the messages that way. Uh, but I knew that wasn't my true story. It just wasn't, I wasn't actually telling the full truth. Uh, and they channel through me in the way that they channel because that's just how it is. So some people channel where, you know, they hear the word and then they drop the word out of their mouth, right? And so I'm not sure how you're channeling, but it's like they might hear a word or a sound. So I do sound channeling as well. And so then the word would just come out and it would sound like it's Alicia talking. So it'd be like, da, 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 da. But with my, I can do it that way, but they just talk directly through me where it's their mannerisms more their voice or their accent yes <laughs> or, I get that too um yeah so it's it's it, that's just how it is and so even I had friends saying oh do you need to like fully do it out like maybe just just wow. like you know and not and they love me and everything but it was like no much I for just them. I just yeah. have to just I think I just have to do it <laughs> and and that's so that's what I did. Yeah. So I started um, that group to more to make me do it because otherwise life was getting busy and I had heaps of stuff on. And so I wasn't making time um, for the channeling. And so this has forced me over the past couple of years to make sure it will, I got more consistent where every week I will actually aim to at least do one channeling and other messages and stuff. So 
Yeah, I love watching yeah. that group. So what's your group's name? Uh, so it's called, it's currently called Breathe, Love, Laugh yep. with me, Alicia Jume Temmerman. But I might change the name of that. So if you want to find it, go to my, always go to my website to get the latest version of it. Because people will be watching this podcast, we, right, in a year or two years time. or 20 years time. They'll be like, oh, where is that? Yeah, that's the thing with these. Everything changes so rapidly and you can say, oh, this is my Facebook or this is this. But so what's at the moment, what's your website? Cool. Uh, so it's Alicia Temmerman, A-L-I-C-I-A-T-E-M-M-E-R-M-A-N.com. Okay, that's easy. So Alicia Temmerman.com. So you post the, the channeling through your website? Um, no, through the Facebook group. Through the Facebook, but, yep. but that is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, that makes sense. That through the website, yeah. And it's amazing to watch. Like Alicia will be dead set in the shopping centre in the car park and she's so busy. She'll like, okay, well, this is the only time I've got today. I'm going to actually do a channeling for you. And I watch her and you just like drop straight in and there's people walking around doing their shopping. I don't know how you do it. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll be in the car. Like I won't actually be in the full shopping centre doing No, it. not in the actual <laughs> shopping centre, in the, in the car. Like she's in the car. <laughs> in the shopping center oh god <laughs> no it's amazing no. to watch though and the Definitely messages not. that come through mm. yeah, and you can hear the different intonations in the voices oh absolutely and like suddenly i can do this full accent right and then it just stays the whole time it's like wow that's amazing yeah. i just became like an american or i just became asian or <laughs> just changes do you have um how like how many different entities come through at, so got some key guides who work with me and they're my easiest ones to bring through because it's just it's like they're used to coming on to my it's like we're radio stations and they can just yes. drop in easily to my frequency whereas sometimes I'll say hey I want to hear you know I want to hear from someone new and that can be a bit of a struggle sometimes for them to come through so there are the main ones I work with is Goenga who's my father spirit guide who's the one that came through first mm -hmm. and Arumba who does all the energy breathing all the breath work uh, teaching breath exercises around clearing and protecting, charging our, our energy. Uh, I have one called Amaya, who's only come through um, since January this year. And I didn't know of Amaya, but Amaya is the one that's running all of the sound healing frequencies and the energy healing, the one-on-one -on -one energy healings is Amaya. Then I have another one who's an ancestor guide who speaks uh, ancient language. This was something with my proof, my evidence piece, mm -hmm. really got me over the line this, Michelle, because early in the 2000, like 2012, I was still sceptical of it because yes. I still was thinking, is this real? Uh, despite having so much proof, my, my physical body changed. My chiropractor was like, I don't know what you're doing, but you've got a completely different body. Um, <laughs> I had, my voice had changed. I could suddenly, I was in tune with the radio where I hadn't been before. So there's yeah. physical things, but this thing really got me where one time I was um, channeling and suddenly this guide came through and was speaking a completely different language. And that kind of actually freaked me out because I was like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Mm -hmm. And it was all this, but I could see the hand movement and using my body. You could tell it was, I could, you could get a sense of what, what was being said, but I had no idea what was being said. And so then once that guide left my channel, a rumba said to me that your soul understands that language, mm -hmm. even though you don't understand mm -hmm. it in terms of the Alicia human, and that that language is ancient Minahasan. Oh, and I've got the name for it. I've got the name for it, ancient Minahasan. And I thought... Okay, I've never heard that. I don't know what it is. And I went and Googled it. 
I just thought, I'm just going to Google it and just, I don't know, it's not, it's not going to be anything, right? And I swear to God, I never will forget that moment where I'm in front of the computer and I put in this Minahas and I probably didn't even spell it properly. And up comes that this is an ancient dialect in, what? yes, in Indonesia, it gets even more freaky, in Indonesia and in a specific province of Indonesia, which is, well, Sulawesi is the bigger um, part, bigger I don't know what you call it, island. Mm -hmm. And right at the top of Sulawesi is a little town called Manado. Mm -hmm. And this is where it's from, right at the top there. So my blood grandfather is from Manado. No way. 100%. 100% from Manado. So this is an ancient blood ancestor of mine who's no longer in physical form, who talks through me in an ancient dialect of my family <laughs> that is the best ever how crazy oh wow yeah it's, woo, woo. <laughs> yeah like and that just like sealed the deal for me I was like and also I'd had a, um, a Reiki my Reiki master had when I first was going through all this I went to him and I'm like I'm freaking out I don't know what's going on and he was laughing and he can actually see our guides and he's like oh you've got an ancient he actually said to me you have like an ancestral guide with you or something so it was just kind of like a confirmation and then more recently maybe last year that particular guide was talking through me and talks really quickly so and it's all these words that just make no sense but right at the end of this channeling this guide said ingat 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 Mm -hmm. right and it was like really clear I could get the word and I just thought I'm gonna go look it up right <laughs> and guess get this I look it up on the internet and ingat means in current Indonesian yes it means remember oh yeah. wow it was like remember remember remember, remember. remember. and I was I even get shivers now saying yeah. that and I should know that because I actually studied a little bit of Indonesian but I didn't even remember that that word meant remember. And I never spent a lot of time with my grandfather. He lived in Sydney and I, I feel like I probably, I might be wrong, but I maybe, I maybe saw him less than 10 times in my life. Maybe more, I might be wrong. Um, but he never spoke Indonesian and he never spoke about anything to do with Indonesia or Minahasan. He probably didn't even know about Minahasan. That's just it's just mind-blowing. That's what I love about these stories. They they defy the human side of us. And then yes. it comes out later, like the proof that you need. Like got it the other day, a couple of days ago on a healing, the same thing. Oh um, yeah, like yes. I was I thought I'd I thought I'd picked up someone's sister who'd passed on, but I thought I got in my head about it. I was like, no, no, like don't think about it. Mm. And then later on the healing kept saying um don't worry about it don't worry about it don't worry about it just kept coming over and over and after the healing yeah. she said um oh that's what my sister used to say constantly and yeah. I was like oh, oh. so it doesn't need a name it just defies no, a name it's it just does and it's it it's seriously it is it, every healing blows my mind yep. it's yep. just again and again and again and there's still that skeptical logical part of me and and that's the thing we have to just surrender mm -hmm. and just allow it and that is channeling is actually the allowing and me like with the channeling I don't know how it feels for you but it's almost like I'm behind so it's like my guide is at the front and is talking and I'm just my energy 
Alicia is just kind of sitting behind. So I'm there, I'm conscious and I can step in and move my, I can take, take over my body at any time mm-hmm. um, or my mouth and start talking. But it's like, we're just sitting there. We're just allowing. Mm-hmm. And even my, my logical brain, it's just sitting there conscious and I've got to just pull just not have my own thoughts you do <laughs> just you like make it really small or something that's the feeling yes I yes have to just it's there obviously mm. I just it, just tune out like I make it sort of like gray or something so it's there but it's mm. not there and then um yeah but the have you found the more you open to it the stronger it's getting for you or have you always been just really yeah. strong at the start <laughs> Uh, no, hundred percent. It's getting, it's like anything. It's just the practice of it. So back in when it all first started, like sometimes it would take so long for a guide to come through. Mm. It would just be like a real struggle. And they'd be moving my hands around, trying to flick in it. They'd be trying to, because yeah, the so then they've got it. Yeah. Yeah. And as you know, right, they've, we're on the, we're a frequency of energy and they're, so much higher than us we are like so dense our energy so they have to really like lower them the vibration of themselves down Mm. to us dramatically to be able to get in on jump and be able to connect in with our frequency so sometimes it has it takes ages but then the, the guides that work through me regularly it's literally like i ask and they are right there wow just flick the switch and they're coming they're there yeah yeah and I, and I haven't had that they haven't come. So even with these energy healings, I was thinking, like someone asked me yesterday, like, what if the guy doesn't come? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that I'll have to do like old school Reiki. <laughs> yeah, it occurs to me too. I'm like, I, I don't make any promises. I sort of don't even call mine channeling. Mine's just an energy healing. But sometimes I think, what if I get in there and nothing happens? Yeah. It's, and then I'm like, I'm like you, I'm like, well, they're getting an energy healing. Like yeah, they'll still get Reiki, which is They're amazing. getting Reiki, they're getting oh, energy, amazing. they're getting whatever they need. So whatever they need is what they'll get. But yeah. every single time without fail, I have something come through me. And yeah. Yeah. it's just amazing. So, amazing. Oh, wow. Well, that's, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all that. It's just mind boggling. Um, so what, what do you think has oh, been the biggest lesson for you from the start that you could share with everybody? I mean, not so everyone's the, going to be a channeler, but how would you, for the listeners going from just yeah. that mundane life into sort of stepping into their spirituality? It's really the trusting, like just having faith that there is so much more beyond what you can see and feel. Mm-hmm. So much more. I mean, we know it at scientific level, like we can't see necessarily magnetic energy, but it's then, there. but it's there and you can't see gravity but it's there. We can't see radioactive waves, but they're there. We can't see radio radio waves, but they are there. So just knowing that there is so much more at play and that we are so deeply supported, so deeply supported. We're not just sent here to earth school to like, look at just go for, we'll just drop you onto the planet and good luck. <laughs> good luck because it, it is like that some days <laughs> yeah it does and it's not an easy it is no. not an easy planet and we still will have difficulties no matter how connected we feel with our true self and the the actual ultimate reality yes. which is not what we see we still are humans and to go easy on ourselves and to not like people talk about spiritually bypass stuff to not be like oh it's okay everything's perfect and it's amazing and so like I'm not gonna we have to actually integrate yes 
the human experience and the spiritual experience and to feel our stuff feel it Mm -hmm. (laughs) allow it to be part of ourselves and not to push it off or suppress it and uh, deny it so just to allow and just to moment by moment for the unfolding of our lives and to as best as we can not attach too much (laughs) to to things uh even to people and and that doesn't mean we don't we deeply love and really get into the juice and of life but also not to take ourselves too seriously and not to take other people too seriously um and just to just allow people to be who they are (laughs) without trying to change every change them and the expectations on people that you know we place and then they're not following the rules that we've placed on them of what we expect them to be in life and all this crazy stuff that we do as humans. So just surrendering and doing like what I really teach is around daily energy rituals, just little, little things to bring us back into the present Yeah, and, and integrating that into things that you do every day. Every time you wash your hands, just stop and just be washing your hands, having a cup of tea, brushing your teeth, washing your face, like just having these moments throughout the day where you're able to bring, because as soon as we're right in the present, we're not thinking about the past and we're not worrying about that or we're not anxious about the future. We're just in the now. That is when we're just boom, connecting straight into source and just recharging ourselves. Just like that, right in that present moment. Bang. The one. Bang, just bang. And And it's so few people are in the present moment so few few people are even in their bodies yeah <laughs> so true yeah yeah so I mean god I could just go on and on but yeah just so really... helpful I know people will find that really helpful because they just people just need simple steps they don't need big like huge amounts yes. of information mm. like just that one when you wash your hands yeah present and yeah. that's it it's so simple at the red light just simple. yes exactly yeah because life gets busy and we're in this modern life and I I get it like I've got four kids and (laughs) running around with businesses and stuff I we don't necessarily have the luxury of time to go right I'm going to meditate for an hour today I'm going to do my yoga for an hour I'm going to like it's just fitting it in around just little bits here, little bits there. And we'll be at five o'clock Monday morning, our time, doing your. Oh, awesome. I've booked in for your 5 a.m. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's amazing. 6 a.m. Melbourne time. 6 a.m. Melbourne time. Yeah. I know the Brisbane people are incredible jumping. It's another Brisbane girl jumping on. I message her, I'm like, do you know this is 5 a.m.? Yes, I'm ready. I'm going to do She's it. Like, Start yes, my ready. day. Oh, awesome. Yes. Thank you so, so much. So good. So good. All right. Before we go, talking about channeling. Uh, When I had some ideas about what I wanted this podcast to feel like, I really admire um, Oprah Mm. and her Super Soul Sundays. Mm. And she always asks three questions at the end or throughout her interview. So I thought it would be fun to do that at the end of each of my interviews. So I'm going to got three little quick questions for you. Just answer off the cuff. Don't think too hard because there's no right or wrong. It's one of those open-ended questions, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yes. First one is what is the soul? The soul, that's a big question. So the, terms. the soul for me is actually a global soul mm-hmm. and that we aren't actually individualized, that there is one. We are all one big yes. ultimate energy of pure love at our truth and at our core. 
and we just appear to be in separate human bodies right now because it's like a learning experience for us divided up to have mm -hmm. these experiences on in our case the human planet but that ultimately we are one big collective soul and when it's like the image that was given to me recently was like a bar of chocolate mm -hmm. it's like every piece looks individualized but as soon as you melt melt it and heat it up and bring it increase its frequency then we all just like melt in together like this tastes good too <laughs> and we taste good too yeah but we have the capacity to also it's not like we just then all just drop back into this one consciousness and we can't uh remember or have information about the previous individual incarnations that we do like that's all available and kept and held which oh, is really what an answer you know you're the first interview you've set the bar very high oh gosh <laughs> uh okay the second question is what do you know for sure the famous i know for sure oh i love her i know for sure that I and you are deeply, deeply loved and that we are known to our creator, yep. every single one of us individually and collectively and that we at our core are pure love and that we are eternal and infinite and that we are powerful beyond what we can possibly ever imagine and we are brothers and sisters in the human form, but ultimately all one. Yes, that's a good one too. And the last one is, what do you think happens when you die? Deep so question. we, well, we never die. <laughs> we never die. Our human incarnation will come to an end at some point. And my understanding is that we then, our spirit goes back home and that we have an opportunity for a life review where we get to watch an experience like a TV screen of experiences of our life and we get to potentially also feel things. Uh, we might learn things and feel things safe where we've maybe harmed someone. We might kind of see it from their perspective, for example, yeah. uh, and go through that. But we're not God or creator, whatever language you use, doesn't sit in judgment of us we ourselves yeah yes in the life review are the ones that experience that and learn whatever it is that we want to learn from that uh, and then we have choices around what we want to do next within some restrictions <laughs> if that makes sense yes. so um you can't necessarily just stay home or you might be able to or you might have a choice of another experience whether it's here or in different existence, a different universe. Um, but we can always connect in with our loved ones. Absolutely, 100%. Even if they're currently home or they're not. Yes. <laughs> always doesn't are. matter wherever they are because we're wherever all just frequency. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love those answers. They're the best. That's why she asked the questions because they bring out such yeah, so deep. Good responses and everyone will have a different answer which is what mm, I love so yeah. thank you so much for joining us and it's been an absolute privilege to have you as my first ever podcast guest so oh. I'm just stoked 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 so make sure you keep listening to the podcast to hear all the answers that the other people give for those um, and we'll keep interviewing oh just um, as I said it's I'm I don't even use like using the term ordinary but 
interviewing ordinary people with extraordinary stories. But as far as I'm concerned, yes. we're all extraordinary. But it's a really cool, yes. cool tagline. I love it. So thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you. I've had heaps of fun as we always do. And yeah, so, yeah, so grateful for you to have invited me on as your first uh, interview. And if anyone wants to get in touch with Alicia, just make sure you go onto her website, aliciatemmerman.com, and you'll have all the juicy stuff in there for her. So thank you so much. Oh, thank we'll you. See you next week for our next interview of the Soul Series. Thank you, darling. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. In this four-hour workshop, I dig deep into self-love, finding your true passion and your purpose, and teach you how every single one of you is destined for great things. You just need to trust the universe. These workshops are run online and face-to-face, so head on over to my website, www.thosetwosisters.com and register for your free ticket now.